0: Welcome back to the Make Account Podcast.
1: I'm Marcus Meer, founder of Meir Group CPAs and the Total Control Accounting System.
0: I'm Tyler Warner, small business owner with a lot of accounting questions. Today's episode is all about workplace theft and embezzlement.
1: Ooh. Yeah. It's sexy and scary.
0: Yeah. yeah, <laughs> Sure.
1: Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's a depends on what side of, yeah. It Depends which side of this you're on. Yeah, for right? sure. Are you the listener? Or are you the... What? Not the perpetrator. What's the person that gets... The victim. Yeah. Yeah. It's more common than you think, man.
0: Yeah. So there's these are 35 examples. So full disclosure, I, what we're going to do this episode is I found an article with 35 small business examples yeah. of employee theft um, and embezzlement. And basically what I'm going to do is just kind of run them through uh, or you just present them to you, Marcus, yeah. and just kind of... We often talk about like the convenience of cloud accounting. Yeah. Um, and we've hit on a little bit about, like, the protection that it offers. But this will kind of really put it to the test. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I'm
1: curious because in full disclosure, I have not heard one of these. Yeah. I don't know. I have no clue what you're about to tell me.
0: Some of them may be duds. And, some, you know, some okay. of them like, okay, a guy walks in and just – at gunpoint yeah you
1: know so i'm not sure your accounting solves that yeah exactly zero is not going to do much about that (laughs) your internal controls i don't think you know that's what we call management override
0: yeah (laughs) right (laughs) so yeah so let's just go let's just get started so first the first example they have is um voiding transactions at the cash register oh i don't even i'm i don't even know how you begin to do that okay so
1: that's the oh oh, that dude. This is this is the classic high school college kid working at the local dive burger place. Okay. So this is the I took cash for your order. I rung you up, right? I rung uh-huh. you up your burger, fries, and your chocolate shake, uh-huh. and that was twelve fifty. You pay me twelve fifty. I put the twelve fifty in my pocket. I void the receipt. That transaction didn't happen. Ah. Okay. That's that's like one oh one theft one oh one.
0: Gotcha. So that seems like most point of sale software would take care of that, right? And that's probably why they have cameras. Yeah, you and then you've got for... the
1: old school registers, which I forget the button you have to push is makes the there's a couple of buttons you push. I haven't done it in so long where it just makes the drawer open. Yeah. You know, and like you're making change, right? Yeah. Um but that's it. Very simple. Avoid it. So that would get into what are you looking at? What catches that? I guess would be the question. And the yeah. question is Um, you could catch that one of two ways. One way would be if you knew your numbers, meaning if you knew cost of goods sold at a place like that normally runs X percent of sales, right? Like Mm -hmm. it should be 30% of our sales. Let's just say if, if they're doing this here and there again, that's not going to give you that. But if it's a, if this is something prevalent, then that should be one thing. Second thing is if you have any type of output from the register, look at voids, See if yeah. there's, a, there's a, a, um, a frequency of voids. Is it a certain person at a certain time, this kind of shift? Is it the shift of two people at night, you know, 7 to 10? Yeah. That kind of thing. You start to pick up on some trends. I'll give you a real-life story. We used to own, my uncle and I owned a roly-poly franchise. You remember this? Yeah, I do remember that. Okay. We had a manager we thought was, was stealing from us. Well, what we did was we noticed um, that when he worked, sales went down. So what we did, we went into and say, look, man, you've been working a lot. Why don't you take a couple of days off? Just a couple of days off. We got so and so, they'll run the store. Sure enough, sales are up twenty percent.
0: Wow. So
1: again, we were watching the trends. Yeah. The trend said he's the outlier, the common denominator of the fraud.
0: Was there a specific sandwich of the three hundred and twenty seven
1: <laughs> sandwiches that he that he often voided? I think he was a uh what was he? He was a basil cashew chicken kind of guy. <laughs> Jeez,
0: man. there's like 17 million sandwiches in there. It took me forever to order at Rolly Polly. Hey,
1: just do the roll of your own. Yeah. That's, yeah, you just pick everything you that's, want. That's even more endless options. <laughs> I know, but you make it yours.
0: All right. Well, we're on number two of 34 so Let's the way. keep it going. Right. Pocketing cash payments from fundraisers. This seems real nefarious because it's a fundraiser. Pocketing
1: cash. Jeez.
0: Um, yeah. So I guess it's kind of the same thing. You may collect donations that aren't counted right away. I mean that's yeah, just probably yes, just I,
1: I guess the the takeaway from that is um, you should have, man, how would I catch that? How would I, how would? I, some I mean, of that, these, yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna have an answer to, but I yeah. would say there needs to be something that the donor leaves with to verify a donation, like I'm thinking of a, even even something as simple as carbon copy paper where you had, every donor knew they had, in that example, had to get a receipt. And then when you went back to the carbon copies, you you couldn't match up the sum of the cash to the sum of the carbon copies, maybe?
0: Yeah, uh, this is reminding me of what we say all the time, juice being worth the squeeze. Right. And I think, okay, five years ago, you're having a sausage po' boy fundraiser or whatever. Maybe you accept cash. Yep. But I feel like, man, we're almost at the place now where like it's so easy to set up a square, set up some sort of... like. And just not even accept cash. That's a great point. I was at... It prevents that altogether.
1: 100%. That's why some businesses are going cashless. There's a place in, in our hometown, in, in River Ranch, it's a neighborhood, which is in... Uh, call it, what is, is it Everbowl? It's an Acai Bowl place. You ever had? Oh, this? yeah, yeah, yeah. They're super expensive. I love them, by the way, which is a problem. <laughs> but they're cashless. Yeah. So you Apple Pay or your credit card's awesome.
0: Yeah. And I know that's that's a whole other... Maybe yeah. We should do an episode on that. Like, why that... Why that's well,
1: I think they say it in in uh, inordinately um, s- discriminates against against poorer people. Okay, is the is the thinking around because like there are cities that have banned cashless re- uh, restaurants or any kind of cashless yeah. business, like Philadelphia, yeah. New York, I think banned, and the people were doing it to avoid fraud, and they banned it, saying you know it's it's discriminatory against yeah. Certain people. And I and I get it. there's yeah, both there's sides a, of sides yeah, of that. I think there's argument. something to that.
0: that maybe we'll, maybe we'll explore that in another podcast. Okay. All right, number three, cashing customer checks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Was it cash and or cashing?
0: Cashing. An employee sets up a bank account with a name similar to the company. Ah. Then they can cash customer checks. I mean, we're seeing some checks.
1: Okay, yeah. so, So a couple things here. If we're picking up on trends, checks and cash. If you can avoid them, avoid them. I've had plenty of clients, eh, plenty is maybe a strong word. I've had multiple clients get stolen from with check fraud. Okay, how would you catch this? Well, your accounts receivable should tell that story, right? If you've billed somebody, if you've got an account, somebody's paying you by a check, you should have an invoice associated with it. That's step one. How does somebody pay you? Well, they pay you based on an invoice, right? So you could check your, what's your cadence for checking accounts receivable? Is it every week? Is it daily? Is it every month? When you notice people that are 30, 60, 90 days overdue, you call them. They say, no, I paid that. You know, that's the way to ferret that out. Um, but it's just something around watching accounts receivable.
0: Okay. Good deal. What about number four, overbilling customers? Have you ever seen this one? Ooh. Yeah, an employee, I'm trying to figure oh, out what's
1: the motivation. Give, so an employee, the an
0: employee may charge customers more than your company's rate for a certain product or service and add on extra fees and pocket the extra money
1: trying to think how they would do that unless it's cash. Yeah, I guess right so. if they ring up if they could do something where they ring up the sale for a little bit higher but then maybe like we're just saying voided it and then the in the computer put the the regular sale price or something like that. That's an interesting one. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I've heard of that one too much.
0: Yeah, you're right. That one would be kind of hard to pull off if you're not dealing with I mean, unless you're taking like actual cash and you just right. say it's 40 bucks. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah. Some clean. employers might thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. Overbilling our customers. Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, forging payments, writing I- checks to themselves, transferring funds. From the employee bank account.
1: Yeah. Okay. So this is this is classic segregation of duties kind of stuff. You should never have somebody that has the ability to uh, have access to the money and also the record keeping of your money. Right? So you shouldn't have somebody that can write a check and then account for the check. Yeah. So they, they can they can print a check and sign it and, and send it to their new company, you know, Acme Investments, LLC. Yeah and nobody they've got the record keeping for that and they would have the custody of the assets so yeah. you just want to have the ability for somebody to approve accounts payable that's different from the person paying it
0: yeah and too i mean that's not even that's that's not even ex, um, an issue with just checks it's very easy to set up paypal accounts or yeah. your own I mean, what we talk about all the time is how easy it is now to set up a business and accept payments online. Right. So you could even tuck it away a little – make it even less obvious, like, if it's some online payment and you can control what the the debit card reads with a Stripe account. Right. So, I mean, you really –
1: but that you, would get you into you can forge
0: digital payments as well, is what I'm saying.
1: That would get into some of the things we do here, which is oversight around spending. Are there transactions? should Do they have a receipt attached to every transaction? So that's the first kind of thing that's going to mitigate it. Mm-hmm. Um, are there approval levels when money goes out the door, of your organization? So can $500 go out the door without you, as the owner, touching it or approving it? Yeah. Something to think about.
0: And I guess what I'm hearing too, you say a lot is like, there you got to know what your what raises the flags, yeah, you know what I mean? like it sounds like you probably need to be defining like l- obviously looking at data and this is interesting. It goes back to just if you're not collecting the good data, I'm thinking about the Roly-poly deal yeah. like you have nothing to compare it against. yeah. and then two, if you don't know, You know, you're just able to raise some flags, like okay, every time we spend over X amount, well, that's a flag that's raised, and we can just quickly see, all right, oh, receipts attached, bingo. Self audit.
1: Do the go in there and say to your team, hey, I want to look at which you shouldn't even have to if you got it digitally. Just go and look at every transaction. Over a certain amount. Mm -hmm. Just look at them. See if that receipt's attached. Look at the invoice. Does it look suspicious? I mean, you get some big companies. I mean, obviously, the data gets big and the the risk is bigger because Mm -hmm. there's more dollars and there's more transactions. It's harder to find this stuff. But if you set up proper protocol around segregating what people can do, and then approval levels, you can start to mitigate a lot of this.
0: Yeah, and without much hassle either, like yeah. you said, because a lot of it's just kind of it's part of your process. Yep. Um, this one seems real direct. Just stealing customer credit card data. I mean,
1: <laughs> I don't know that one. That one's. Yeah, I'm thinking about that. Here, we take people's credit cards, but nowhere do I know them. Yeah. So they are in a third party. We use Ignition, and so Ignition does our uh, quoting and invoicing um, for our monthly yeah recurring clients, and then zero excuse me through stripe does payments we never see that information yeah that's so a, that's that would a be really the,
0: good policy i mean that it reminds me of like the website days when we had to be like you know pci compliant things oh, like that gosh,
1: and like pci compliance yeah oh my I forgot like about
0: that. But that's the point. It's like basically there's a third party that that they've got to be PCI compli- Yeah, exactly. They right. meet those compliant those compliance standards that would be really difficult for small business, you know. And so right. it is like everybody kind of knows this instinctively now, or they they know this now. But at the beginning, we would have to explain to people like, no, we don't have your custom we don't have your right. clients uh, credit card information. We don't like, if we set up a a retail store online, like we're not holding all those credit card. Yeah. uh, It goes through, through a third party. Um, and I think now even with people that are not retail, I mean, you guys are not a retail operation, but you still accept, you know, yeah. credit card payments and have
1: them on file, and yeah. I and I say on file, we don't. Yeah, exactly. Our provider does. Yeah, so you yeah. can
0: charge a card, even though someone that can that you can charge their card, but they could never walk in and you're like, I can't, I don't have your credit card information. Correct. That's what you want to
1: do. And I will say this: one thing that's as you're saying this, I was working with a company to pr- make some hats, mm-hmm. and this is this company out of Pennsylvania, very reputable like, big company, and they needed my credit card, and they had to take it over the phone, which was interesting. And now that I'm thinking, I'm like, even though I know better, and I'm thinking in the back of my mind, if they were going to commit fraud, it's American Express, I can kill the transaction, Mm -hmm. I I got protection. But I had to give that over the phone to, like, this guy named Nathan. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, to that point, now, he's where is that written down? On a sticky note in his office? Yeah. You know, what if he just gave me a secure portal there in my I'm surprised they didn't.
0: Yeah, it's no, so easy to do. Yeah, and I mean, consider who hired Nathan. You know, what I mean, that guy has to trust that he's right. not taking your credit card information and going home and like you know, subscribing to something or 100%. you know, like. He, and how would he know? Yeah. So yeah, bad bad deal. Yep. Don't do that, Nathan. Yeah, we're, we're watching you, Nathan. <laughs> uh, eight double dipping. Let Ooh. me let me see what this is. Is that intuitive? To you? I don't know what that means. I think. Uh, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking. My mind, chips my and mind dip. went to yeah. dessert. But anyway. yeah, I'm thinking Seinfeld and and <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Did you double dip? Yeah. Okay. Employees may collect extra money from your expense account oh. by first charging the expense to their company credit card and then requesting reimbursement funds as if they paid it for themselves. Boom. All right. So how do we stop that? Yeah. You tell me. I'm curious what you think. Okay, I'm not sure I understand Okay, it. so it's this just, would I, be – Let me see if I can – so you basically I, – I go to like – I go to Outback. Yeah, bring a customer bring to lunch. Cu- 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 customer to lunch at yeah. Outback. Yes. Yeah. And I return that – I put in that receipt uh, two times.
1: Correct. And, and you spend the, – the the bottom line is you spent on the company, car, not yourself. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then I turn that in as a personal expense – receipt too so i I have to duplicate the receipt i guess
1: yeah you'd have to have the same receipt twice yeah so that's a really good one actually i've never even thought of that how would we stop that yeah so well you could i guess
0: i guess you can't if you're collect if you're diligent with receipts
1: yeah that's yeah i mean the only way that's a very very like specific example but here's 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 something that you might do what if you said we don't reimburse on company money? We don't we don't do one or the other. We either you always have to spend and we reimburse you, or you always spend on the company money and you report back to us. Still, like meaning you can't double dip because we don't do both. You never can get so if you're going to go on the company dime, meaning let me back up. If you're going to spend something for the company, do it on our do it on the company issued credit card we gave you. Mhm. Because we will not reimburse you for something you paid for personally. Now that maybe is harsh, but that solves that problem. Policy yeah. would save that problem. yeah, because I'm not sure other than some procedure to check receipts or check duplicative amounts, but then you could bury it. You could say, I've got you know, four receipts that I paid for personally and seven that I paid for on the company money, and that receipts in both of those stacks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know I, I don't know how you catch that other than policy.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. All right. Yeah. Hopefully we're not not giving people ideas here. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. No, Uh, we're talking to
1: the owners who are thinking about how people can steal from. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's see if we can make it to 10. We're not going to do all 35. Maybe we'll we'll do, maybe we'll do this as a series. We'll see. We'll see what the people want. (laughs) Right. Um, But number nine is misusing an expense account. This is similar, but employees may also request reimbursement for expenses that aren't related to company functions for example they may try to get a personal lunch covered even if they were meeting with weren't meeting with a client.
1: Yeah, I mean I, some of that I don't know how you stop that honestly. Um, other than other than your culture mm-hmm. around asking questions and being diligent and getting people like I just don't know how you stop And that.
0: patterns too, right? Yeah. I mean if you have like if you're on a sales team and it's it's often that you're taking people to lunch right that isn't going to be a flag that gets correct. raised when you see you know a hundred dollars at a steakhouse or whatever correct you know what i mean yeah if uh if that isn't the case but I, but again that is where people take advantage when they right i mean yeah right. the
1: salesman's the guy who's gonna do it yeah right because if he has nine receipts what's ten yeah right i mean that's the guy who's gonna do it i don't know there's a good solution for that other than your culture has accountability and you do random audits yeah. You know, and again, you'd be asking them, hey, what did you do? And if they can explain and it, I'm not we, sure you're getting away. I'm not sure you're solving the problem just by auditing them and say, hey, can you explain what you to Yeah, it took, you know, so-and-so from, you know, this company. I'm not sure how you get around that.
0: Yeah, and you, I think, too, you mentioned culture. Like, you keep tying the money back to the purpose of it. Yeah. So if you're asking... If the sales manager is asking the salespeople, "Hey, what was the result of this meeting?" Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, if you're looking at ten receipts, it also tells a story. That, hey, that's ten meetings. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Would you? What came the, from it?
0: Yeah. Who yeah. cares? In in the ideal scenario, who cares about the what you had for lunch? But if you're if you're never able to talk about the results of the, the meeting you you know, right. then that should be a red flag too.
1: Yeah. And I think one premise of all this is, and we've talked about this with fraud, if somebody's gonna steal from you, if they really wanna steal from you, they they can. You can put guardrails and safeguards and policies and all this stuff, and that's all best practice. But you know, at the end of the day, somebody can mm-hmm. perpetrate some of these things. Yeah. Just the way
0: it is. Sure. Yeah. But but you can make it really hard. Yeah, exactly. Almost and
1: and minimize the damage. Stop it one or two times, right? Mm-hmm. Quick transactions. Because what do people do when they want to steal from you? They start small. Hmm. It's – ask anybody who's been embezzled from. It's never – nobody ever had the bookkeeper in-house or the office manager steal $25,000 1st Yeah. It was first 75 bucks.
0: So you're saying no one ever does the scenario where they rob and go to Mexico. Correct. Like that that's just something we say, but yeah, it's – Yeah, that's it's in re- the movies. Yeah, That's okay. like the office
1: space where they were rounding the digits yeah, 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 off the yeah, end and collecting, yeah, you know. but that, even
0: that, I mean, it was accumulating. Yeah, yeah, maybe, so. yeah
1: it was in a day, but yeah. – yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you get my point. I mean, most. I mean, if we would go talk to people, and it might be actually a really, if people would be willing to talk about this, that we could find people that this has happened to because it's very common. What? How did it start? And how did it finish? I guarantee you, they'll say it started small. Yeah. It started with a hundred bucks, twenty-five bucks, seventy-five bucks, three hundred dollars, yeah.
0: maybe even an accident.
1: That's a I, really good point. You know and they mean? said, "Damn, nobody oh, even saw no this."
0: No one even saw this. I accidentally spent on my personal card or a company card Correct. or whatever. Yeah. You know?
1: Actually, Accid- that's a great point. I, I pulled the wrong card out. I'm at Costco. Yeah. Spent 250 I was buying, you know. Yeah. And that's no, a one, gr-
0: no one said anything. No one said
1: a thing. <sighs> We're no, on a Steak night. <laughs> right.
0: Um, yeah. No, it's crazy how that – you're right. That is – I mean, that's just – that that's got my wheels turned on just so much of life, you know what I yep. mean, um, and how, how – things go south but 10 we'll end with this okay um misusing employee discounts Ooh. okay if a store restaurant offers discounts only to employees some may attempt to offer those privileges to friends family or others
1: again not not sure how that would go down how that would be caught yeah you know what i mean it's just one of the
0: yeah, this reminds me of the rolly-poly thing again. You know, what I mean, if you're noticing, like, yeah, you know, you know what I mean, like uh, that's uh, we, so we, much of this. I think is that's what innovation does. Innovation solves problems that people. I mean, it's like why yeah. we, you know, it's like why there's now crazy seatbelts, and 30 years ago there was no seatbelts, like because people needed. You, you get what right. I'm going with this, yes. like so. People, long-winded way to say software is solving these problems. You know, so right. where. Now you probably can generate a report on your POS system that says, or you know, that says, okay, how many discounts
1: were used today
0: compare that to the shift.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because when do most people get a discount after they work? mm -hmm. Most of the time, you stick around. Remember, I used to work at Forget where it was, I was a waiter somewhere and they used to say, Hey, just take your shirt off. Not you you know, you, you had like a, a nice shirt and then an undershirt on that we don't want employees sitting at the bar eating. Mm-hmm. They would say, Take your shirt off. So you, so meaning you were staying after your shift to get a bite to eat.
0: Yeah, yeah. So
1: do we notice that there's an inordinate amount of employee discounts on the on the POS system mm-hmm. when Josh works? Yeah. Or you right. know, name your thing like Nathan, Nathan again. Nathan, yeah. Add it again. You know what I'm saying? That that data catches that. Yeah. Or should. Tell the story. Yep.
0: Man, I think you've given us a lot. Yeah. We've got through these first 10. I'd love to try to get through all 35, but (laughs) I think we need to pace ourselves. No, this is
1: good. And it makes me think a lot about um, the movement of money Mm. in an organization and what you can do around that, procedures and all that kind of stuff. Um, And again, just having policies in place, best practices, software, culture of accountability, data that tells a story can really again maybe not cut off everything but catch things in their infancy i think would be a really key thing to do Is like hey okay stole 200 bucks but he didn't steal 200 grand yeah and anybody that's had this embezzlement again i'm making the point again started small it got big again even if it started small by accident yeah that's a great point
0: well I hope you've got some your wheels turning. I hope we didn't
1: scare anybody, <laughs> right? Um,
0: but you know, or
1: encourage anyone. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, hope, don't steal, we, you know, don't we, embezzle. We both, That's both a the disclaimer. Same time. Yeah, exactly. Don't steal, don't embezzle. But we've also got. I mean, these are some great, easy, low hanging things to start with yeah. to, to prevent this and feel safer and create a high culture of accountability and yeah and trust. Absolutely. Well. As always, go to mirror.group. You can find all of our podcasts there, and you can get in touch with Marcus and his team and reach out. This is the kind of stuff that they do. I mean, it's all about looking at businesses, how to, how to run them better, more efficiently, more uh, compliant, protected, without all the hassle that it, it has taken to do that uh, in previous years through the power of cloud accounting. So reach out. All right. Till next time.
1: See you guys.